0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the psalmist asks, Why are you cast down, O my soul? How do we deal with depression? Psalms 42 and 43 give us the answer. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Today we come to Psalm 42,
1: which begins Book 2 of the Psalms. Book 2 is from 42 to 72, and there are actually five books of the Psalms. Now, Psalm 42 and 43 are a pair, each dealing with the despondency of the writer, Some believe they were written by David, although he is not identified as the author, but they do follow David's style. Charles Spurgeon struggled with depression himself. He wrote of Psalm 42, It is the voice of a spiritual believer under depressions, longing for the renewal of the divine presence, struggling with doubts and fears, but yet holding his ground by faith in the living God. Anyone? who has ever struggled with thoughts of depression, can relate to this description. I myself went through a time of depression in my mid-twenties that lasted for about two years. The Psalms were my mainstay. Later, I was introduced to a Puritan book called A Lifting Up for the Downcast by William Bridge, which brought me great comfort. Psalm 42, to the chief musician, a contemplation of the sons of Korah. Now, Korah was a Levite and a relative of Moses and Aaron. He rebelled against Moses' leadership, and the earth opened and swallowed him up. But his sons were spared, and generations later, they were worship leaders in the tabernacle during the reign of King David. So this psalm could have been written by them, or it could have been written for them by David. Verse 1, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? Imagine a deer running in the forest from a predator. He is dehydrated and so thirsty that he is panting for water, any water. In the same way, the psalmist thirsts for God. Neither money, nor fame, nor pleasure will quench this spiritual thirst. He's not thirsting for any favor from God, but for God himself. His desire to appear before God was not likely to be satisfied in his personal prayer closet. But he longed for the assembly at the tabernacle. We also should have an earnest desire to appear before God in the assembly of Christians. In the book of Hebrews, we are admonished not to forsake gathering with other believers as is the habit of some. This has been a problem with the current pandemic, to be sure. I have heard it said that the presence of a disease can kill you, but the absence of life can also kill you. We must have the life that comes when we appear together before the Lord and worship him and receive his word. And he is there among us, the author of abundant, eternal life. Now, the psalmist was in such great sorrow of heart that he could not eat. Weeping took the place of food to make matters worse. Those around him were saying, where is your God? they were suggesting what was probably his worst fear, that God had abandoned him. This is just how the enemy works when we are down. It's bad enough that we struggle with doubts and fears in our own heart, and then the enemy comes and tells us that God does not care and that he has forsaken us. Verse 4, When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God, with the voice of joy and praise with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast may i suggest that the reason that his soul was so downcast is that he said i used to go to with the multitude to the house of god how long had it been and that's the problem when we forsake gathering with other believers it's not long after that that our heart begins to be downcast why are you Cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan and from the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mizar. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The psalmist has a conversation with his own soul. You could say that he is beside himself. Soul, why are you cast down? Why are you disquieted within me? Indeed, depression is a great weight to carry. We know that depression, suicidal thoughts, and suicide have increased since COVID-19 came on the scene. Many are downcast, but they can't find their footing. The only respite the psalmist can find is to hope in God. Without God, he has no hope. There is a kind of tug of war going on in his soul. His thoughts and emotions plague him, drawing him to question God's love, goodness, and sovereignty. But then he remembers God's promises and casts his anchor, hoping to land his vessel on the rock, seeking some kind of mooring In the tumultuous storm, but it is short lived for soon the wind and waves engulf him again. Nevertheless, he does remember the Lord, whether he is in the desert lows of Jordan or the mountain heights of Hermon. He then says that deep calls unto deep. He pictures all nature against him as though one ocean depth calls out to another to swallow him up in a deluge coming over his head. All he hears is the thunderous roar of crashing waves round about him. Verse eight, the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night. His song shall be with me a prayer to the God of my life. He comes again to his senses and realizes that the Lord will command his loving kindness on his behalf. God will be true to his promises. He will yet sing again. You know, in the midst of the storm, it is so easy to forget what life was like before the storm and what it will be like after the storm. But you know, the storm will pass. This too will pass. Weeping may endure for the night, but Joy comes in the morning. God's judgments may last for a moment, but His mercy endures forever. Therefore, we can sing even through the fiercest storm. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? He knows that God is faithful, but he still cannot reconcile his circumstances with his faith. His prayers go unanswered. It seems that God has forgotten about him. It seems that the enemy is advancing while he is waning and pining away. Such is the enemy's poison that enters the soul as he overwhelms and discourages us. As with a breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me. While they say to me all day long, Where is your God? With each of their words, it was breaking his heart as though his bones were breaking, for he could not answer them when they said, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise Him, the help of my countenance and my God. He concludes by answering his original question Why are you cast down, O my soul? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. He is the one who lifts up my countenance. And this is the simple yet profound answer to depression in the life of a believer. It is three simple words, hope in God. Biblical hope is a joyful, confident expectation. Though we see no evidence with our eyes, we have confidence that the unseen God will come through for us despite the hopeless situation and swirling thoughts within despite the waves crashing upon our heads we hope in god for he will remember us psalm 43 is so similar to psalm 42 that the two are considered a pair psalm 43 vindicate me O god and plead my cause against an ungodly nation o oh, deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man whereas the previous psalm dealt with the inward struggle here the psalmist pleads for god to vindicate him against an ungodly nation and deceitful and wicked man as i look around and see the abounding lawlessness in our nation today i can relate to this petition deliver me from the ungodly and unrighteous people who hate you and sometimes hate me for you are the God of my strength why do you cast me off why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy so he looks to God who is his strength and yet it seems as though God has cast him off and yet he's saying well why am I mourning I shouldn't be mourning I know better than this Oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. And on the harp I will praise you, O God, my God. I think this is kind of some evidence that perhaps David wrote this, because he's the guy with the harp. But here he says, Send out your light and your truth. And that is what is so needed when we are going through dark times, when we're going through depression, when our soul is downcast. We need the lamp of the light of God to give us guidance, to lead us in His truth, to show us the way that we should walk, to lead us to His holy hill, to His tabernacle, to His presence. To the joy of his presence once again. How we need the light of God's word during those times. And that's what he's crying out for here. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. And so he concludes this with that question. Why are you cast down my soul? Here's the answer. Hope in God, because I will yet praise him. I know I will sing again. He will come through for me. He will lift up my head, though it is downcast. I I know that he will lift me up in his time. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you that you are fully aware of everything we are going through, every pain, every circumstance, every uncertainty. And God, I pray today that you would reveal yourself as the one who cares for each and every person, who looks to you, who hopes in you, and that you would lift them up today to know that you love them. In
0: Jesus' name, amen. please contact us through our website. Tomorrow we'll see where the psalmist remembers the Lord's deliverance in the past, but now God has cast them off and shamed them before their enemies. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.